You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. The content of this episode of the Daily Music Business Podcast comes from a video on the YouTube channel of Outer Loop Group. Go to outerloop.group backslash YouTube to subscribe. For Outer Loop Coaching's free seven steps to getting signed PDF, please visit outerloopcoaching.com today. Let's dive in. Look, of course, I'm going to loan you some money, right? But I may want to be protected and take, not even take, participate in you know, a stream of income that you may might not have had, whether it's touring or something else in order to, you know, be able to offer some of that support. Yeah, there's definitely, look, the the phones, uh, you know, it's ringing off the hook with people looking for help. We're even going to shoot a funny video with, uh, I I love Bill Withers, you know, God rest his soul and lean on me is like the theme song right now for like artists calling their labels. Like, if you hear the song, the lyrics kind of say it all. We were actually just going to sit here with a wad of cash and play the song in the background and shoot a fun video meme of like record labels with their artists during, you know, COVID-19. Um, but yeah, so, some, some bands are coming and asking, hey, I know, you know, we're still on this album. Can we get the advance for the next record? Um, some ones are just asking for loans. Um, and yeah, it's, and some of that will renegotiate um, to maybe extend the relationship or, what I think is the easiest way is say, look, you need more money. Give me more songs. Go do some acoustics, do some covers, do some collaborations. Um, you know, uh, the biggest thing they can do now is just be creative. And the, the, the big challenge with that, which is just literally like, you know, as you got the, the mayor of LA telling people to snitch on their neighbors if they see them walking around, which I understand, you know, both sides of that, but um, can you even record, you know? It's one thing to do a live stream hanging out. It's another thing to be like, hey, here's our new single that um, has compromised uh, sonic. uh, It's been compromised sonically because we were not able to record it in the fashion that we normally would. So, you know, those artists that can record themselves or have a a producer, an engineer, a mixer that will actually come to their house and and be creative, they have definitely have an advantage right now. Um, I had some bands writing some music for Paradise City and, um, it was actually Starbenders was doing a, a Chris Isaac cover and that we literally got one day in the studio and then, you know, the county was like, you can't record here anymore. And they got sent home. So it's challenging just to get music done right now. Uh, and I think that'll, you know, that'll ease in a bit. I know it was a big victory um, last night that the Florida governor said the WWE is an essential business. So pro wrestling is being filmed again. And hopefully Nevada does the same thing for UFC. Um, I think those things are important too, just for the morale of people. So if there's something that's live that's happening other than the news, um, but yeah, it's another combo. What, what level of scrutiny are you, I mean, I know you as, you know, a guy that wants top quality, both in terms of the songs, as well as the, 
you know, the recordings, what level of scrutiny are you willing to let go during this time period? Um, not only on the content itself, but, you know, in thinking about a band and a release, you know, I know you, like myself, one of the reasons we get along is we've got high expectations, you know, is there a sense of going back to that conversation of, you know, some of your top bands releasing music, if it doesn't perform as well as you'd like, how, you know, is it sort of you got this free pass in the back of your mind, like, well, you know, we were all just under a virus, like, that's okay. Well, I guess there's two things. There's there's the actual audio recording, which, you know, I mean, some of the best songs are made in people's bedroom. Bad Guy, the hottest song of the past year was, you know, Billy and Phineas in their bedroom. So opportunities are endless when it comes to actually creating if, if they know how to record. Um, as far as uh, results, uh, like, you know, streams and sales and all that, um, you know, I, I don't think it, uh, I don't think that COVID-19 really changes it all that much honestly because people are sitting home and they're listening you know or they're going on a walk and they got headphones on so is your experience that overall streams i mean i i would agree with you we've got a captive audience but i think my experience to date has been that streams are down um individually though maybe up as a whole uh, you could talk about your, you know, content consuming habits. I too listen to the radio in the car. Uh, I also don't watch a lot of TV normally, right? I'm on the go. I'm listening to music. I'm listening to podcasts now, you know, I turn off of the work eventually. <laughs> and the only thing, you know, I don't want to look, you know, all I want to do is watch a television show or, you know, you know, binge something on Netflix, watch Ozark. So, uh, is, can you comment, are you paying attention to the numbers as a whole on streaming and are you seeing uh, any patterns? I'm seeing, okay, so a couple of things. Um, for new music, if it's reacting, yeah, I'm seeing patterns, we're seeing great growth. Um, we have a single right now called Lonely with Pally Royale. Their highest growth across all platforms, um, Spotify, YouTube music video, uh, Shazam, everything. Um, so for new music, if it's reacting, it's growing great. The one thing we've seen, uh, undoubtedly take a big dip is, is album sales. So transactional, obviously no one's going to whatever record stores are left right now, but as far as like buying albums digitally, we've seen a big dip. I think that's people going, Oh, I, I love this band. I want to support them. Let me spend 10 bucks versus eh, 10 bucks is actually a lot more meaningful right now because the economy uh, is in pieces uh, until you know we recover. So transaction albums are definitely down. Streaming catalogs down some, a little bit, um, and I think that's because you know people. You go to the gym, you listen to music. A lot of people listen to music in their car that is manually set up from their phone. Um, so there's activities that you know normally is when you're listening to music, you're not, you're at home and you're, you're working on something else. or you're, you're binge watching TV. I just went on an Ozark rabbit hole, which was fantastic. Um, so, you know, there's things where that are taking you out of your normal routine where you would be listening to that music. But I think ultimately if you drop a new song and people are liking it, you're going to have uh, wild success. Um, you know, the, the, the virus in the sense of, New music is a double-edged sword. Um, it could give you massive new uh, growth because people like it and everyone's 
looking for something new to entertain themselves and pass the time. Um, or it could be like, eh, I'm going to watch Tiger King. This album's not doing it for me, you know? So, Ash, with the sales, the digital sales and physical sales being down, I would imagine it results in thinner margins for releases in 2020 than perhaps were projected or expected going in. Like, once this is done, are you looking at a more aggressive release schedule to make up for this in the months after? Are you thinking about shorter album cycles or going on a signing spree? What, or is that none of that? No. I mean, for the sake of this, you know, uh, video conference, it'd probably be great if it was some master thing, but it's honestly, it's just like, when the songs are ready, we're going to put them out. Um, I think the biggest thing coming from this whole thing is just it exposed, it just exposed the music business that um, as far as revenue, the whole thing is so lopsided on, on live. And this is something I've been stressing for years and why I'm, uh, you know, resumed building bands.com. But, you know, it's just, you don't know if this is going to happen once every couple of years. You don't know if, you're, if your singer is going to get laryngitis and have to cancel everything. It's just way, way too dependent upon live touring and now it's been exposed and i would imagine streaming is the is the way out of that right but the revenue it's, side it's of it. there i mean look the royalty rate should be higher you know um there's a lot of things happening that people aren't making a bigger deal about um you know i'm not i don't want to politically point any fingers but like there's certain audio streaming platforms that our music and then there's audio streaming platforms that put everything in the pot that are not music recordings and that dilutes the value of the recorded song to the to the songwriters and to the the master right holders the labels everyone so yes royalty rates need to increase all that stuff needs to happen but there has to be other things that that are that are music first on on the internet for artists um, that generate revenue and give artists more control over um, their online presence and how that's monetized because it, right now it's a very, very broken system and COVID-19 has um, drastically exposed how um, really pathetically dependent 90% of artists are on getting on stage and playing their songs to make a living. So what are some of those streams that you're looking at, that you have been looking at? Well, part of that's kind of giving away the whole uh, bands.com business plan, but fundamentally, ar artists have tons of fans, and those fans will go where you tell them to go. And if you're willing to interact with them, they're going to do things. Now, right now, again, it's kind of like the repeating theme of like, there's nowhere for musicians that's truly for us, so we're going to go over here and interject ourselves onto uh, Facebook, or we're going to interject ourselves onto Twitch, even though that's that's built for video games, but here we are, do-do-do-do-do, help us. There's, there's nothing set for the fucking artists. And really, that's because the big, the big boys have allowed Silicon Valley to, to run it. And everyone's hyper-focused on what they already have instead of, uh, you know, thinking about what do the artists really need to to have more control and to have more leverage and power in how they're able to make a living. And honestly, it's, you know, 
it's us, us as in the industry, um, who needs to really, I think, take total responsibility for that. Because the artist, their job is to make great art and to go to work. Their job is not to build Spotify before someone outside of the music business builds Spotify. You know, all these things that work on, you know, Twitch, all this stuff, it's not from the music business. From other places, they're like, oh, look, uh, music business, let's go make money off them, you know? And it's kind of embarrassing, honestly. It's really, it's honestly very embarrassing that the music business, from the people that are inside it, the record labels, the managers, the agents, that we have not made our own platforms and our own revenue streams for the artists that are not dependent upon third-party tech companies to pay us. It's embarrassing. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey there, I'm Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks With Johnny, streaming everywhere now.